I told Brandon a story when he when we were brewing yesterday. But I'll I'll give like a different variation of a or, or the same variation but a different story. So my wife and I were talking and and just looking at how much money we spend on things and I was like, "You know what? Let me take over the the grocery shopping and stuff." She's like, "All right." She knows that like there's nothing that gets me going. There's nothing that gets the juices going like a good deal. Yeah. And for a lot of people, they have parachuting. A lot of people jump off of buildings. A lot of people do hand gliding. They drive at high speeds for, to get the blood. For me, to get that rush, I love a good deal. <laughs> so I went food shopping. Uh, and I, you know, I had a list. I printed it out. I had a pen with me. I was crossing off the items that I was taking and then I was writing down the the price and then I was adding it up in my phone to see where we were at for our budget. I was really doing some hardcore. I was at the grocery store for about an hour and 45 minutes. Like it, it was legit. I was taking my time. It was amazing. So I saw this big tub of minced garlic. I'm Jewish. There's nothing your boy likes more than minced garlic. Throw some minced garlic in the pan when you're making eggs. Throw some minced garlic in a in a salsa. Throw it in when I'm making my Jewish penicillin. Everything. So I put a big tub of it. It's like 32 ounces, five bucks. I go to the counter and I'm like a hawk. My eyes are on that screen while she's ringing everything up. Sure as shit. Fucking comes up. She beep, rings through the garlic, $5.99. I said, whoa, whoa, hold on. I said that that's actually five dollars. Like that says five dollars in the produce department. So she goes, all right. So she finishes ringing me up, and she goes, go to the, like the customer service desk. All right. So I paid. I go to the customer service desk. I go, this. I was charged five ninety nine. I've already paid for this garlic at five ninety nine for the thirty two ounce tub. <laughs> I I the the tag said five dollars. She goes, do you. Do you know where it was? I said, yeah, it was right over there. So she called some guy to go look at it, but the guy wasn't picking up. So she goes, all right, I'm going to have to go walk over there. All right. So I waited a few minutes. She walked the customer service rep for the grocery store, walked out of the little you know, kiosk she was in, walks down, comes back a few minutes later. She goes, you were right. She refunds me the whole thing, $6 in the pocket, Kabbalah boom. So what happens at some grocery stores here in America is if you point out a pricing difference, you get the whole thing back. So I'm on cloud nine. My heart's racing. I'm sweating. I'm I'm pumped. (laughs) Six bucks in the pocket. The next day I go to the grocery store to get Brandon and I a cheese plate for brew day, everything else. So obviously now your boy's looking for a deal. This time, no pen and paper. I just have a general idea what I need, but, but I'm getting... I'm making sure I get some of the cheapo stuff, but there's some cheeses you can get good deals on and things like that. Going down the olive aisle, I see these jalapeno stuffed olives. It says $1.19. Now, I knew on the label that says $1.19, it's a completely different brand. So I knew that this wasn't <laughs> the right price. But the box, there was a whole box of jalapeno stuffed olives in this section. So I said, all right, let's see what it says. So I grabbed the olives. Go down, you know, I'm <laughs> ringing, she's ringing my stuff up. I wait for the olives to come through. Beep, beep, 349. I said, nope, 
Those are $1.19. Aisle seven. Those are $1.19. So the, the kid bagging was the manager. He goes, there were, these were $1.19. I go, those were $1.19. So he comes up. He puts his keys in the computer. Un- boop, 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 undoes it. Goes from $3.49 to $1.19. And I was upset. I should have got that $1.19 back. It yeah. should have been free. But well, you are the one who was fin- finessing this grocery store because you knew in your heart that it wasn't really. But the kid didn't know that. He changed the price to a dollar <laughs> nineteen. I thought he was going to give me the full money off. But listen, beggars can't be choosers. I'm just excited to get the money off. So over the course of two days, I saved almost nine dollars. I mean, listen. Six for the garlic, okay. and then I saved another two dollars and fifty cents, or whatever it was, on the on the olives. That's almost a ten spot in in the old back pocket. I'm excited for you and your olives. Oh no, they're already they gone. Good. Yeah, those oh. things are long gone. I, I only gave, I only put half in the little thing for Brandon and I because I knew you, son of a bitch. I would have had more olives. I know you I would have had <laughs> if I knew there was more olives. I, I would have had more olives, but. You only gave me half the olives? Yeah. You know why? We didn't have lunch. We didn't have lunch. All I, I was surviving off uh, charcuterie. Yeah. That's what we had. Yeah, and we had two high I, ABV beers. Yeah. yeah. I probably could have cooked for us. But listen. I mean, just give me the full olives. Give me, give me access to all the olives next time. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the X12 Homebrew Podcast. My name is Brandon. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Exit12. Also on YouTube, uh, just search Exit12 Brewery. Um, also, if you want, uh, rate and rate us five stars and leave a comment on any of your podcast networks. That would really help us out. Uh, yeah. Um, with me, as always, is Nick, the other half of Exit 12 Brewery. Man, overall, really good brew day for Brandon and I yesterday. Hit um, 69% brew house efficiency, 84% mash efficiency. Numbers definitely need to come up on the brew house end, but it was our first time using the Anvil Foundry. Really, really pumped with that system. It definitely has... A lot of positives, but but also has some negatives where I think the Robo Brew and, and the Mash and Boil um, are superior. But overall, it's it's a system we're going to continue using. The Riptide, an awesome pump, uh, great to use, and we're still we're still dialing that in as well. So, Adele, <laughs> what the hell are you Nick, doing? Nick you is just, Nick is just ready to you go. Were like, you He's you just... were like you made this like oh, yes, are you smoking the weed over there? What the fuck are you doing? The ganj. <laughs> I look up and she's like blowing something out, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh, there's like there's a, fly a fruit, yeah, there's a fruit fly that's like buzzing around. Yeah, me. the fruit Brandon Brandon the fruit fly is called Jeez. purple bank. That's what the <laughs> fruit fly is called. For those listening who don't know yet, I am Adele. I am brewlady.com. You can get access to all my socials from there. But but Nick is just so ready to dive into his brew days. He already told us what was that like sixty percent efficiency. 
No, how 69. dare nine? Sixty don't sixty nine. You, like, you shorted us nine. What nine points? Oh, must be my ears. What do you get for browse efficiency usually? I'm not even recording that. What's the Robo Brew generally get you? She doesn't record it. I don't record it. I don't even measure it. I don't even measure it. I just just know. She's probably up there in the freaking eighties. I have no idea. Just because she's yeah. Don't get me start. Don't get me started on that. I think we'll have an episode where we do brew house efficiency, and and Adele will probably enjoy that because she is into saving money in her brew day. Uh, and I got and, questions and about that. Efficiency is directly tied into money, ABV, things like that. Which um, kind of surprises me that you're not you're you're not calculating it because you did get into this hobby on some level to save money. So I'm. Just, I'm surprised that you're <laughs> <laughs> You disgusting animal. It was, was a hiccup. It wasn't a burp. Disgusting animal. He's just a little bit of a lush over there. With this freaking mic, I can hear everything. You hear all the gross mouth noises you're making. <laughs> so we gotta see what we're we're drinking though. What are we what are we drinking tonight? Go first, deli baby. Oh, you want me to go first? Okay. So I had to, I had to like twirl the bottle or the can, not the bottle, the can a couple times. I'm drinking a brown ale. It is uh, lightly smoked. It's got some honey from in it. Where? And it's from Royal City Brewing Co. And I have no idea where that is. Huge upset. Huge upset. Where there. is this place? Guelph, Ontario. It's obviously it's going to be an Ontario brewery just because like, I don't know. That's all you it's really a huge find. upset for the viewers that it is not five paddles. <laughs> no, but it's nice. Uh, like, I'm not usually nice. a brown ale person, but it's quite nice. It's, it is lightly smoked. You, you remember that that smoked porter that I had or smoked stout that I had one of the last times and I didn't get any of the smokiness. This one says it's lightly smoked and I'm actually getting that. It's very dark. It's extremely dark, but because it is like a brown ale, it, it's very light on the tongue. Like the mouth feels just nice and light, which kind of confused me at first. Cause at first I thought it was a porter, like when I poured it. And then when I was drinking, I'm like, Oh, this is not got that consistency that I was looking for. And then I had to read the can and realize that, Oh, it's actually a brown ale. I'm like that makes sense. It's uh, definitely it's like, very, it, it looks uh, very lightly carbonated. Oh yeah. No, it yeah. totally is. Yeah. Totally is. That's fine. That's fine. You, the funny thing is, our brown ales. I like the uh, the last couple of brown ales we had were about that color. It's uh, I like the like n- like almost amber ones. I think they're kind of cool looking. But uh, yeah, I think we uh, the last couple of brown ales have been darker, but the taste has been there. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Hey, slap nuts! What are you drinking? So I am drinking a bourbon barrel raspberry stout with vanilla beans. From Hardywood Brewing, um, they this was actually given to me as a gift in a homebrew beer trade, which was really cool. Um, and so they're based out of Richmond, Virginia. And uh, Hardywood does every year they do a gingerbread stout that I actually traded uh, for a few bottles. Um, it's called GBS. Uh, and they do different years. So every year they come out with a new one. But this this one, I'm trying to find the year because this was sent to me easily over a year ago. Um, but it's basically a dessert. They call it a dessert beer to the core. Um, 
loads of chocolate malt, cacao nibs, uh, late season red raspberries from Agriberry Farm all contribute to what would be described as a raspberry truffle and liquid form. And they're not far off. This has perfect carbonation for what I would like in my Imperial Stouts. Um, when I popped it, a um, ton of gas came on it. And then when I poured it, there was a good half finger to full finger head. The smell is just bourbon through and through. Beautiful notes of wood. I love the note, the wood notes on this. Um, sipping it, I personally felt like the raspberry can't, comes across as a little artificial, um, a little candy-like on the raspberry, and that could just be when they pick them and when they use them. Gigantic notes of chocolate on this but really like a sweetened chocolate. And then on the back end, you get a tiny, just the tiniest bit of heat for 11.2%, 11.5% in a one pint, 9.4 fluid ounce bottle. It's a 750 milliliter bottle, 50 IBUs. Got a nice little bitterness in the middle of the back end. Uh, really thick, really decadent, but it's not sweet decadent. It's just like dessert decadent, which I think is, is just a rare feat for beers right now. So just an amazing, amazing beer. I'm really digging on it. That's awesome. That sounds friggin' awesome. Oh, uh, sounds delicious. Um, what was that? Adele? It just sounds delicious. Like I want to drink what he's drinking. <laughs> I want to experience I what he's experiencing too. right now. <laughs> did I do a good so, job describing it? Yes. Yeah, like I yeah, almost yeah. tasted it myself there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm drinking a, uh, Trillium beer. Uh, really Green Street. It's a collab with Other Half Brewery. I believe it's their first collab that they ever did that they're rebrewing. It is. It the is. first beer they ever did is Green Street. No, the our first. Oh, I got it. The Green, the Green Street is the first collab that they ever did, which this is a rebrewing of that beer. Just a different name. So fuck you. I was right. You were well, wrong. Technically, the, technically, the collab they did was Street Green that other half put out then trillium did a collab called green street and then this beer is really green street but they've also hey. done other collabs okay cool i no shit they've done other collabs i'm saying it was whatever go go screw uh <laughs> awesome beer uh 8.3 double ipa hazy ipa obviously little haze boy here whatever go fuck you uh you know great flaked oats um I'm looking at the hops right now. Citra, El Dorado, and Simcoe, right up my friggin' alley. Love Simcoe, love Citra. Uh, and El Dorado is a great hop. Uh, you know, not as utilized here at Exit 12 Brewery, but should be because I, I do really like that hop as well. Um, but yeah, just a damn good beer. Uh, a little more bitterness than than your normal hazy IPA, which I tend to like. Uh, I definitely don't want a straight-up fruit palm. I want some of that bitterness. Uh, but you know, has that creamy mouthfeel and, and it's just a, just a delight. Yeah. You know, you mentioned El Dorado being a hop that we should utilize more and you're right. It's just, the problem is now the market is, I don't want to say saturated. It's just, there's so many different options for hops to use, especially in the new England IPA category, which is something that we love to brew. And our fridge right now is just so stocked yeah. of hops that it's, it's, we, Brandon and I just purchased what, two and a half pounds of hops. Like it was nothing. Yeah last week to, to do a new England IPA, not to use all of them for it, but to do. So like we have our staple hops we use, which are probably Citra. Um, and we've been using a ton of Citra and CTZ lately and with mostly galaxy, but it's just, um, it, there's just so many hops and we don't brew enough. I wish we could brew more 
to, to be able to use them all. But yeah, you're right. I think Eldorado is definitely one we should keep. We should try to throw into the rotation more. We have it in yeah. stock. I'm almost positive. Yeah, it is. Uh, and that was my fault. I, I definitely wanted Enigma and I saw it and it was it was decently priced on Yakima Valley. So I was like, eh. I've, I've wanted to use Enigma for a while because because I really do like that hop. And and so I was like, and for what it's worth, it's in the fermenter right now. The thing is killing it in terms of fermentation. We dropped uh, started at zero six three and now we're already down. It's been less than it's been a little over 24 hours. We're already down to zero three one. So the thing is absolutely ripping and it smells like a fruit bomb, like a yeah. tropical fruit bomb. So I'm excited to see how it turns out. Yeah, that's that that juice uh, from Imperial. Imperial sponsor us. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Imperial, an amazing company. I've dealt they with are. them before on sponsorship stuff for other ventures. And, and the people at Imperial are nothing short of amazing. And that's not a promotion for Imperial. Uh, we use their yeast pretty like exclusively. We have some other older yeast in the fridge that we'll use, but I for we really only used Imperial um, and, and Maniacal. But Imperial, awesome people over there. Absolutely. So we have a wonderful episode for you guys today. We're gonna uh, talk a little weird brewing and and beer laws, which is kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, there's just some some crazy beer laws out there that we're going to discuss. Uh, but I think we're going to go on to our first topic here, which is a little brew news. Uh, so it looks like Paps Blue Ribbon is launching a cannabis-infused seltzer in California. Uh, it's a non-alcoholic, 5 uh, milligram of THC, and sold in cannabis dispensaries for uh, $24 for a four pack. So what do we think about uh, uh, alcohol beverages, beer, seltzers laced with uh, THC or weed? And do we think this is going to be a new wave of adult beverages? I do. We'll start with, we'll start with the, we'll start with the pothead of the friggin' up the one that that's <laughs> like, Obviously, this is a, a, a right up Adele's alley. Oh my gosh! Okay, so I tell you guys that I do a little bit of microdosing to to help me sleep at night. I'm getting like maybe half of a milligram. This beer that you um, you know brought up, or it's not even a beer; it's a seltzer by Paps Blue, has five milligrams of THC in um, in a bottle. This is um, I think it's it's a great alternative. A lot, there, I know a lot of people who can't have alcohol. Um, it's just not good for their liver and stuff like that. And you know, I I enjoy cannabis. Like I don't smoke it. I, I refuse no to smoke shit. it. No yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I like I like the microdose. It helps me sleep at night and without feeling groggy or weird or whatever. And my kids can still wake me up, but I can still deal with them when they have nightmares and stuff or they get sick. But uh, it's it's a nice alternative. I know all the cops out there are probably like, yeah, let's have more cannabis because they know, they know they would rather deal with someone who's high, like on weed over an alcoholic, like drunk, like any day, any day, like alcoholics when they're, you know, out there, um, they could be quite aggressive and really mess up. Whereas um, when you're dealing with someone who's high on weed, they are pretty relaxed, you know, just give them a snack and they'll be happy. So there's that, but also, so the five milligrams of THC uh, per bottle or can that um, that's not a lot. That's not a lot like that. 
you may feel nice and relaxed. I think with that, um, I know people will have like easily 50 milligrams to 200 milligrams to have a good time, like in a night. So you'd have to drink a lot of that to kind of get a good high. So I think that's a safe amount to put in it. I think it's overpriced at um, $24 for a four pack. That's very overpriced, but uh, I, I think it's a great alternative. Yeah, I think in terms of the price, just because it's the last thing you touched on, I think it's pretty par for the course as it relates to these uh, extracurricular activity, you know, alcohol and weed and things like that. You think about a four pack around here of a New England IPA goes for 20 bucks. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure I see the 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 disdain with the price, you know, or the anger with the, the price, because even, you know, to my point, in California, where they're selling it, it's they, they can't keep up keep up with demands. They're constantly selling out. So, um, twenty four pack. Uh, so, a case of these cans is one hundred and twenty bucks before taxes, and they're sold out. So, there's only four packs available, and uh, they they just they're really it's a big challenge from this offshoot of Pabst. Um, it's like a production. It's like a um, an experimenting lab. So, it's Pabst funded, but it's like it's a Pabst company, but it's a little bit different than what PAPS does. And basically they, they told NPR that uh, their challenge is producing enough product to keep up with demand. So I think in terms of the future, I could see it. I, I could see it being like a future thing right now. You know, hard seltzers are super in and a lot of people are really excited about those and, and they're, they're outselling beer by just record numbers. And, and I'm not sure I would see a non-alcoholic seltzer laced with THC being that big of a seller, but I could see it being the next big thing. I think within society, there's always this desire to continue to innovate and do something different, do something new. So a couple episodes ago, I'm not sure if it's even a part of our rotation of episodes, but we talked about like a pizza beer and like a pretzel beer and all these crazy beers. Um, those are kind of like niche things. I think, I think the THC laced like non-alcoholic seltzer could be, um, something big. I, I think if you were to put THC in alcohol and sell a beer or sell a seltzer like that, I could see that being even bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, in States where they allow it, and there's probably not many right now uh, that, you know, I think that breweries would be open to a THC infused beer. If you know, the regulations were there. And I think, you know, while the, the the regulations on marijuana are sort of, you know, going to more, it's going to be a commercial product, right? You might see those collaborations with those. For me, I, ha I haven't spoken weed since high school. I If I did any, like, five milligrams, I'd probably just be in a corner looking like a dummy. I can't do these things. I'm not, I, I, I was very socially awkward, and that shit was probably, like, gunkweed compared to what people are doing now when Adele's doing over in the friggin' Adele household. <laughs> like, I don't have that, like, tolerance. So, so yeah, I, it's not a, a product I would be an indulging in, uh, but it is something that I could see a, a huge market for if in, in non-alcoholic uh, beers, which are strictly or seltzers or hard ciders, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, with... Um, with THC infused in them and um, you know, having that as a sort of market, I could see that being popular, but I could see it being more popular. Like Nick said, if we could 
if it could be infused in beer and liquor and things like that, it is going to take a lot of regulations and a lot of things. I think people would, I think uh, government regulations would be pretty hard on stuff like that anyway, but I've heard of breweries wanting to do it and I, and I know homebrewers do it. I know homebrewers uh, do it a lot and, and try to do it. And, you know, I, I would, I would know what the results were, but uh, yeah, it, it is definitely a market out there. I think. Yeah, actually, I, I believe there is a brewery close to where I live that is experimenting with cannabis beer, but I'm pretty sure they're keeping it to be like non-alcoholic and it's something that gets added like after the fact. Um, like, it's just, I don't think the cannabis plays well with the flavor of beer. So, but they're I mean, experimenting. There's, yeah, there's, and to your point, Adele, there's microbreweries around here that are experimenting with beer in, in THC. Um um, I, I, none, I can't think of any that come off the top of my head right now, but, um, but there are definitely breweries that are doing it. And I think it's more of the smaller ones. I'm not sure any of the big conglomerates want to touch it right now, but I just don't think there's enough, uh, research that would point towards one, the beer being, or the, the product, alcoholic product, vodka, beer, whatever being any good. I don't know if there's any evidence that it would sell well, which is probably the biggest thing. And so there's a few different factors. I just think they're waiting to see how how these medical marijuana dispensaries, how that all kind of plays out before they dive headfirst into into the marijuana business from an alcoholic standpoint. Yeah, it's it's a Adele will be into this business in a few oh yeah months. oh yeah <laughs> yeah she'll corner the market and whippy on friggin. I don't even beer. live in Whippy. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Be careful, dude. We we need them Canadian listeners, my guy. Oh yes, I forgot. I love Canada. Uh, <laughs> hockey is good. I don't watch a lot of hockey, but I've heard good things about hockey, and it is it is a sport that is played, and. It is good, and Canada has a bet a far superior national anthem to us. I'll admit that ours ours is horrible. Uh, and um, mooses, they have moose. Mooses, oh, yeah. and mooses are beautiful creatures. So, They're good to eat too, man. What you so, can't eat moose? Yeah, moose meat. Oh, buddy. Yeah. You're a fucking. Did savage, you ex- dude. did you expect anything less? Oh, are you really surprised? Come how, on. how else are you supposed to fill too? your freezer, man? How else are you? No, I don't need squirrel. Um, my deer bro- is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, deer, deer is awesome. Yeah, man. yeah. I think my brother actually he he hit a rabbit once, and he was like, "Well, we're having stew tonight." So I mean, like, you know, don't waste anything, right? <laughs> Every everybody makes that joke. <laughs> by the way, yeah, but only my brother would actually follow through with that. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Old Adele oh my God. eating that moose meat like it's going out of style. Mm. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk some beer laws.
NHC is is a Father's Day weekend. Is it? Is it a shit? Yeah, every Father's Day weekend is one. Uh, which I'm sure is is because people. But like, is it shitty to leave your family on Father's Day? Like, I would leave my kids to go. It's Father's Day somewhere else. You're a dad. That's what I'm saying. Do I? Should I feel bad? No. About no, leaving you my should kids have on a day to day? do whatever you want if that's what you want to do. Well, it's more than a day because, like, I have to go for like a Thursday. No, but you know what I mean. Like, like, it's your day. <laughs> you can do what you want with it. It's not their day. It's your day. I know, but I, I, I know. But uh, back in my mind, I'm like, am I a shitty father? Like, when they get older, hey, when they get older, they're not gonna want to give me. Like, they just can't give me some shitty card. Like, let's be honest. But like, but like, yeah. Like, is it gonna be one of those things? Like. You don't even want to spend Father's Day with your kids, and I'm like, what a bad, what a bad. I I can see him all the time. So, uh, Nick, what made you think of uh, beer laws? What was the thought process behind that? Uh, I just thought it would be interesting to take a look at other states and other parts of the world uh, that have beer laws to, to see what – because what really made me think of it is Massachusetts has a law that there's no happy hours. Like we can't have happy hours in Massachusetts. That, that was one of mine. So, Adele, did you, did you know that, that we are not – we live in a place where we can't have happy hour. What does that mean? Like, you just can't call it that? No, they can't have deals. They can't have beer deals during a certain amount of time. Like, they can not They can have appetizers and food, but they cannot discount beer during the time of, what is it, normal? It's like five, three seven, to seven or something. Or whatever like. it is, yeah. I, I don't understand this. Like, where do they get off thinking that they can, like, I mean, that's like, like, I mean, like, hardly the worst, the worst one in the United States, but yeah, I think that something happened at some point and it may have made news of somebody, (laughs) something happened to somebody at some point, (laughs) yeah. And like, in it, we're very like Massachusetts is dumb this way, is like, we're just fucking judged, like, we're very reactive people, like, we don't do anything proactive, we're just reactive assholes like as soon as something does like we can see something come from a mile away but and we'll just let it happen and then as soon as it like affects us like what the fuck is going on you gotta do something about this (laughs) so something must have happened to some southie asshole and now i can't enjoy discounted you know fucking draft beers and it's it's maddening this is the republican podcast with brandon (laughs) delicii As he goes over everything. We don't do politics. We don't do politics. Well, you just kind of did politics. You know what I can do? Isn't this a politics topic? We're talking about laws. Yeah, but it doesn't need to go into Republican, Democrat. I I I never said it. You said something. (laughs) I was making a very politically charged right now. We're not dealing with that. Right. Right. (laughs) Very. So in California, you cannot display alcohol within five feet of a store entrance. Or within five feet of a cash register, if the shop also sells motor fuel. 
That is, unless it is presented in a secured cooler. So you cannot have beer, any type of alcohol, within five feet of motor fuel unless it's in a cooler. That's California. Okay, so they're trying to limit drinking and driving by making the beer not as close to the fuel? What? I didn't right. read it like that Listen, listen. I like the way the gears are moving. Like, California is like, you know what? You know what cars have? Motor oil. You know what cars don't need next to them? Alcohol. If we just say you can't have Ooh, Is it motor oil, oil or is it motor fuel? The, way, it fuel the, the dummies will be like, this, yeah, just looking at their beer and you know, looking at the car. Like, You know what's funny is that I was thinking that they were trying to avoid fires. I don't know like why. if you don't like you can't have your cell phone or like you can't smoke a cigarette when you're pumping gas like no for some reason in my mind I thought <laughs> the way the way I, I had it in my mind the way I visualized it was somebody walking in and going like oh there's motor there's motor oil and I can get and here's beer and just taking two of them and mixing them and then t- lighting a match <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like in my mind, I was like, they're trying to avoid fires. <laughs> <laughs> like apparently beer is flammable. I don't know. Like, I don't know what my thinking was. I guess like, I guess that that's a good point because maybe some like mom and pop shop didn't think that putting their fucking, the motor oil next to the Budweiser would have sparked anything. But somebody was like, Oh fuck. Like, or like the like the motor oil next to the vodka or the fucking you know the cheapo shit. I'd be like, oh fuck, I can fuck shit up with this. Like, like there's just, you're it. just yeah. there's just somebody in the corner of the store making a Molotov cocktail <laughs> like, out of the motor oil and beer, and they're trying to find now. All I need is a rag to stuff in this bottle and then light it. Uh, so that's that's one of the more odd um, laws. So I actually I got one here, Nebraska. It is illegal to have any physical contact or any PDA with a bartender. So there's so I don't no know. hitting. You're not hitting on like bartenders. Oh, no, 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 no. Bartenders. But but like if you're, that is your profession, does that like it must mean on the clock or bartenders just say fuck it in Nebraska. Like, what are you going to do if you're a bartender? You can't do anything. Yeah, you can't do anything. Bartenders like, are all business over there. They're not they're not trying to fuck. They're trying to get paid, baby. But like they can wear they can wear whatever shirts they want. They can have the guy bartenders come in with these super tight shirts. These girls girls they can looky but no touchy. And so they you when you come in, you can tip me as high as you want. You know what? Nebraska would be a good place for me to go. What with my dad bod and all. <laughs> <laughs> Show up in my tight shirt with my disgusting fat stomach sticking out. Yeah, I've seen the movie Cocktail. I like you see those dudes with the tight arm shirt showing off the guns, doing the flippy flips with the with like the things, giving you that nice eye contact. Adele, listen, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be there. You're like, ooh, this is nice. But if you're in Nebraska, can't no, do no, 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 can't do anything. The Kembe Matumbo. Oh, yeah, because like I totally want to like get with a bartender. No thanks, like. What's that supposed to mean? It's supposed Listen, to be he had like some flannel on. Not, he looked like okay. Baldwin. You Hold on. If he had flannel on, the nice big beard. Yeah, then then I'd be all for it. Hey, I got news for you. 
go to any craft beer bar <laughs> in the universe I and know. you're gonna get that exact combination i know in like spades for, for what your hobby is that dude yeah yeah basically anytime i go to the the brew shop or if i go to a tap room like yeah basically most of the guys are wearing flannel and they've got like the big thick beard and i'm just like this is this is the best life right here <laughs> For what your hobby is, that that dude is literally the highest population. Yeah, no, it totally is. It totally is. So, like, I'm I'm in good company. I'm surrounded by like attractive beards. It's good. <laughs> so, what do we got? What do we got, Adele? Any good beer laws? Like, we don't have much that's weird. We're just we're really lacking in in terms of just accessibility. I guess you could say. Like, so oh, in Canada, like we. We don't have open beer. No, no, no. Super fucking serious. No, it's not. It's I not can tell you that. I'm going to tell you the Canadian beer laws. You can't bring your fucking moose into the bar with you. No. You friggin'. You can't bring your moose. You can't wear the full denim. You got to break up the denim. You can't wear the whole denim friggin' tuxedo. You got to have we, no. something breaking it up. Oh, man. No, the denim tuxedo is, is uh, very much allowed in Canada, even though it should should there should be a law against that but no we we still have that um but open carry i'm just i'm i'm still kind of upset about that like i would like to take my kid to the park and drink a beer cuz i don't want to do that sober i really don't like okay yeah see now you're nodding like yeah now you see you're like yeah actually like no. going to the park and watching my Listen, kid run around vegas has it right man i i love vegas it's, right? it's you just go out all over the place yeah yeah that, that was like the one thing i really enjoyed about vegas like i hate cities but when i was in vegas and like you know going through my anxiety of like oh my gosh these buildings are too tall and everything's bright and there's crowds everywhere but at least i was able to drink while like going through that you can so do that in new orleans too vegas stinks mm -hmm. fuck vegas so in alaska adele will appreciate this in alaska it is illegal to give beer to a moose. So oh, yeah. no, if yeah. you want to get close enough to a moose in Alaska, listen, it's a big no-no. You can get, you can pet the moose. You can get close. I don't know if you can ride the moose, but you cannot under any circumstances give beer to a moose. Oh my gosh. So also in Alaska, it is illegal to be drunk in a bar. Wait, what? So I, yeah, it, it is illegal to be drunk in a bar. So illegal. whatever that means, Alaska, like kind of like, uh, you know, sort of sort of shooting yourself in the foot there. But, yeah, it's I, I was looking it up and they said it's illegal to be drunk in a bar in Alaska. Practice safe drinking, man. Have a have a beer or two and then go home. Show, 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 show some restraint for once in your life. You know, that's what that law is about, baby. You know, that's they want you to go in responsible drinking. They don't want you to get drunk and then drive. You know, you can't be drunk in the bar. I think it's a reasonable law. I think they don't it's want any dumb. Brandons walking around. No, but think I about the bar. That's limiting how, how much money the bar can make. That sucks for them. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it sucks for the. Listen, this is supposed to be a funny bit, and Adele's making it super I'm, serious, and I hate it. I'm this sorry. Isn't funny. Well, like, Adele's it's like, a, you it's know, a serious like, topic. Um, there's a real competition issue around here, and I'm like, um, you can't feed a moose beer. Like, they're two different fucking things. All I can think is the hops would not be good for the beer. Or for the moose. For the beer. Oh, my God. <laughs> hops oh my are not God. good for dogs. If there's, yeah, if That's there's true. anything we know about beer, hops, not good for them. 
Nope. Keep your hops and your beer separate. That's right. That's what we like to say. Also, also, there is a very similar, I don't know, have you ever heard of being iced? Yes. Iced? Okay, I wasn't sure if Adele had, considering apparently she doesn't get enough beer where she lives. There's not enough competition. I wasn't sure if she heard of Smirnoff Ice. So, apparently in Scotland, you can almost essentially get iced in, in the form of being charge two beers for wearing underwear under your kilt in Scotland. You could be charged two beers for wearing, for wearing underwear. underwear. So if you're wearing underwear under your kilt and the law sees it, they go, listen, two Guinness right now, motherfucker. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anything about it. You, you must have Guinness on you in the, in the case that evidence, number one, you're Scottish. Give me <laughs> two of your beers in your satchel. <laughs> <laughs> immediately because you have been fined. Okay, now wearing I, underwear. I don't know if I want to go to Scotland more or less. I'm I'm undecided. Scotland's amazing. I love I love Scotland. Better than fucking Nevada. All right, we like Las Vegas. Uh if you're going to we're not shitting on. We already fucking have lost Canada. We're not losing Vegas. Uh Yeah, if you're Scottish and you're wearing a kilt you go. You gotta go full tilt on that bad boy. You gotta go full tilt on that kilt. Let That's your balls right, breathe, baby. That's a good beer name. Let you full tilt on that kilt. Yeah, I, let I like your it. Balls breathe. Let it go up there. Let that undercarriage get a little bit of that at fresh air. You know, like the caveman. Like it, it, any any real Scotsman will tell you, wearing underwear under your kilt is sacrilege. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a guy in a kilt that was wearing underwear. And unfortunately, I've looking up kilts, you pervert. No, like I, like the last time I saw a whole bunch of guys in kilts, it was like at a wedding. The entire wedding party was in kilts, and I kid you not, man, the they just loved to twirl because everything just went flying up and flying out, and it was just I, I I've never seen so much dick in my entire life. <laughs> it was not a wedding. Cliff that. Cliff that. <laughs> save that. Save that. Listen. Yeah. Scotsmen are going balls out for the girls. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm good we, with we that. We don't shame. I co-sign on that. I got I, one from. Uh, go ahead. No, no, you please, go ahead. Please, Adele. So I got one from North Dakota. It is illegal to serve beer and pretzels at the same time. Not in Germany. I, People oh, love man. their pretzels and beer. You know what I'm saying? That's just gotta be. That's just gotta be somebody that was like really getting gouged on their pretzel prices, and they're like, you no. know what? What do you no, think it you, is? Nick? I think it's they don't want to carbo load. Like, listen, I I can't carbo load. I can only handle one beer or one pretzel at one time, and I think it should be a law that you cannot have both because what we're trying to do is keep people healthy in this area. You know what I'm saying? Like. Too many pretzels and too many beers at one time can't you gotta choose one or the other because otherwise you feel bloated, you end up getting fat, disgusting, you're out of work. It's a whole it's a whole economical thing. I'm not touching anything you put in your nasty little bowl next to me that's just out in the open air. Especially now. I'm not <laughs> touching any of that stuff. So like I'm not the pretzel guy anyway. If you're eating pretzels that have been out in this little bowl. That some dude's rubbing his fucking meat paws in and throwing them in there. Like, you're a fucking savage. Nobody's eating these pretzels. You know, I was actually thinking like a circus pretzel. Like a big one. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I imagine like a big. What, what are you talking bit. about? I was thinking like a press Where release. have you ever been to a bar where they give you the big fucking pretzel? Literally Germany. Yeah. They give you the big pretzel? Oh, dude, I, I've eaten big pretzels like on a train at eight in the morning that are like stuffed with butter in Germany. Like it's pretzels are huge. Pretzels and beer is huge in Germany and like meat. They don't believe in lettuce. So like it's yeah, that stuff is like so when you said pretzel, I understand what you mean now. But in my mind, I was like, so you can't have like a big pretzel and a beer. Yeah. There's too many carbs. I, I like the big pretzel. If you give me the big pretzel, I'll eat the big pretzel with the dipping sauces. Uh-huh. That's right. That's the carnival pretzel. Yeah. I but it, you, you had one. <laughs> okay. So in Canada, we actually have like a pretty serious. Um, yeah, but we have a pretty serious beer law. This whole and- fucking bit has been serious i know i'm sorry and you know i don't think a single person actually abides by it so i don't really like just the government likes to have this law and it's basically you cannot cross any provincial borders with beer if you're going to buy beer you have to drink it in the province that you purchased it in and this gets abused a lot like no one no one follows this and it's because in quebec you don't say yeah in quebec, <laughs> sure every fucking law we've mentioned in this bit gets abused no 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 frequently. there's one guy that's like he he's in his car he has to pull over and fucking just start yamming all his fucking beers back he's in front of the sign that says entering ontario he's just you know entering whippy and he's got he's got beers from ontario and he's just like oh shit he's just whippy's not a province (laughs) oh my gosh whippy is not a province oh out of the five battles you got you fucking you're like oh fuck I, I'm going into fucking Adele's town, fucking Moose Creek, fucking Canada. Watch it, Brandon. <laughs> Watch it. I, need I don't know. It could Adele could live in Moose Creek. She's probably like, oh, you're hitting a little too close to home. Uh, and by the way, yeah. my joke, my joke was not about Canadians. It was about the ridiculousness of the law. So I want to make that known. We want yes. Canadians to listen to this show. Oh no, it, but Canadians. apparently not Ve- people in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Vegans, is that what they call them? <laughs> I'm a Vegan. Oh, really? Where the fuck are you from? <laughs> uh, and then just, I wanted to mention one more quickly, and then we can move on. In El Salvador, first offense, drunk driving. You can, you there is there is a penalty of facing a firing squad. So, do Whoa. not drink and drive in El Salvador. Listen, I would I would assume that most things in El Salvador can end in firing squad. So that doesn't really surprise me. Like I would I would assume that they don't take anything off the table in El Salvador. So you might you get a parking ticket. You know they don't like your attitude. Firing squad's not off the table. So yeah, that makes sense. You know what? It, It sounds like there could be like basic amenities could be like a decision there as well, like electricity. But I don't know. I've never been to El Salvador, so I'm not 100%. Uh, I am not positive El Salvador wouldn't get this podcast. So we like El Salvador. <laughs> but do they Our have the neighbors to the. I don't know, but I'm not chancing it. Our neighbors to the somewhere east. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is, it's in Central America. Okay. I mean, beautiful views. Views. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> they got fuels for days. I mean, it looks it looks fairly densely populated, so I'm gonna say they they have electricity. But then now I just saw like a dad was deported in El Salvador, and the picture is like there's no electricity there. So I don't know. It's weird. Regardless, we definitely want people to listen if you have the capabilities. So on to Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> As Brandon shakes his head. Don't shake your head at me, motherfucker. You look like you just woke up. Your hair is all over the place. You're disheveled upon disheveled. Like, you're so... Don't worry about the flow. You want to see some of this flow? Look at this. Look at those locks. (laughs) Brandon, Adele, and myself are each going to highlight one song of our choosing that goes into a playlist that, on the date of this podcast, October 10th, I'm still not 100% sure people have access to. Brandon swears that there's access to this podcast on Spotify. Hey, he, hey, Nick, why don't you promote it and see? You dummy. Why don't you? you can, you're a social guy. Go do some social. Social man. We join social. We join social this shit. Well, but I will I promote like, it. Oh. Exit 12 homebrew podcast playlist. Very long name for a playlist. I understand it. Hey, change it. Change it to anything you want. I'll collab with you, Nick. You can change it to anything you would like. Your heart desires. Sounds good. But for now, <laughs> Exit 12 Homebrew Podcast playlist on Spotify. Be sure to type all that in. And if it doesn't pop up, then fucking figure it out. I Go to our Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Hit us up. Tell us you can't find it. I will scold Brandon, and we will put this together. Brandon will tell me to go fuck myself, so on and so forth. So this week, four brew songs. Up first is Adele. Yeah. <laughs> and Adele, being the music connoisseur that she is, uh, went a little bit left field this week. Yep. I'm just kidding. It's the same shit. <laughs> Precious. Depeche Mode is a the only <laughs> this kind of listening to it right now is kind of out of left field for me because when I think of Depeche Mode I think of that hard Depeche Depeche Mode like that hard ass song <laughs> that is Rammstein yeah. <laughs> that is that is too hostile by Rammstein which is not Depeche well, he just lost his head <laughs> <laughs> His whole time I was like, yeah, I love that song. Dupesh. Dupesh Bone. That's amazing. Yeah, not, not the same thing. Oh my god. That- no. <laughs> yeah, that's not the same thing. That's fantastic. Oh that's an all that's fucking amazing. Oh man. <laughs> that was like genuine too. Like I wasn't fucking Oh my god. When I first- when this song first came on, it's the first time I'm listening to it on the show. So I'm sitting here going like, this is a completely different band than that song I just like thought of. <laughs> and oh first off, do you think that do you think that a band would just be like, you know what's a good thing? Let's just say the name of our band a million times in a song. Like, let's just do a song where all we say is the band name. Like Yeah, I'm sure that there definitely are bands that do that. Absolutely. I love that song by Guns N' Roses where they constantly talk about Guns and Roses. <laughs> it's my favorite one. It's my favorite one of those. Uh, my favorite my favorite from Guns Every Rose has its thorn. Right? Yeah. That's a good that one. Is, I got the lyrics right on that one, motherfucker. So, uh, uh, sure. 
Sure. Depeche right. Mode. Okay. <laughs> okay, you have Depeche the stream. Mode. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So no, what? What about this song? What are the What are the lyrics? This song that it, that gets Adele's fucking juices flowing. Okay, first of all, like it's Depeche Mode. Everyone loves Depeche Mode, or at least everyone that knows Depeche Mode loves. Depeche Nick Mode. loved Depeche Mode too. He he oh just thought God. it was fucking Rammstein. <laughs> he, well, he didn't say he liked them, but he liked it. That's my favorite song from Depeche Mode up until. <laughs> he was like, I'm, he's like, hell yeah, a little oh, Depeche man. Mode. I'm gonna fucking headbang my motherfucking ass off to this. <laughs> Oh my Truth. god! I was all and then when it came on, I was like, "This is not Depeche Mode." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like this. So, so this song, like this week, it kind of spoke to me because I had a conversation with uh, somebody on Twitter, and I can't pull up the conversation, so I can't like name drop or anything. But he was complaining about his kegs. His keg was leaking, and he's like, "I don't know if I could do this anymore." And like, I just I had to talk him down. I'm like, L- "Listen, like, if if this was easy, then everyone would do it." You know what I mean? Like, this is an art. Just keep at it. You got it. But I mean, it, it just reminded me of how precious our equipment is, and it's fragile, and you have to take care of it. Hence the name right. of the song. Yeah, precious. Yeah. So just take care of your kegs, man. Get that keg lube. Adele, That's right. Do you? Do you, are you like, do we need to, under, are you like the like homebrew uh, shrink? Is this like another part-time thing we need to know about you that like everybody comes and sits on brew lady beers, like virtual couch. And it's like fucking fermenters, my fucking fermenter lid won't do this. The fucking, the little plastic thing keeps coming off of it, the seal. And then. A, a fucking Adele, Miss Brew Lady Bear, sits you down, tells you some crazy ass lyrics from some <laughs> friggin' 90s uh, alt rock band, and everything's all good. You leave just fucking jamming, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, Brew Lady Bear. It's not just beer, but like, I try to be that support to whoever needs it, whether the friends or just random people on Twitter. I will give you support. I will, I will motivate you to brew that next batch of beer or whatever endeavor you're thinking of doing. Like I literally got Reach called out to cheer- brewladybeer.com and just <laughs> give her your fucking whatever, whatever's making you feel blue. Give it to, give it to the old brew lady and she'll be, she'll be getting after it. I will ha- be happy to listen. And listen. She will just like, she's going to listen to my song coming up here. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. You all right? I'm just mentally preparing myself. Oh, okay. I thought you might have spilled something. That was genuine, asking if you were all right. I can't see you, so I just have my Spotify screen up. So, on to more important things. I <laughs> This week, <laughs> I'm up second. As, as I've mentioned before, I like to surprise people at times. And I think a lot of people might look at me and say, Nick, you are a one-trick pony. All you do is think of super witty songs that are very prevalent to the episode. Hence, everybody hates Chris last week. <laughs> if you listen to last week's episode. But I'm also, I, I, I'm a man of great tastes. I love live music. I love bands. And there was no better band growing up than Rage Against the Machine. Oh! And so this week, Rage Against the Machine, my pick, <laughs> is Killing in the Name 
<laughs> it tells. It tells. Literally, oh. just two fingers straight in the air. Like, I knew she was. Yes. It was a victory like she's never seen before. She was oh, so happy. Oh, you stream. You pause the stream. Bring, bring it hey. back. I'm missing yeah, out. You pause. Oh, oh pause. Sorry. Oh, the song's still going in my head though. <sighs> you got it now. Yep, there it is. So, "Killing in the Name of" by Rage Against the Machine. I've said before, I love that motherfucking geek, baby. And yeah. they slam it. And they also s- slam on that fucking bass. All I remember is the MTV Awards years ago. The lead singer, <laughs> like, climbed the tower or something. I thought that was Rage Against the Machine. Although, five minutes ago, I thought <laughs> I thought Ramstein and fucking Depeche Mode <laughs> were the same band. Sorry. I could be way off, but... Um, <laughs> This song was actually used as like a video package for one of the WWE pay-per-views. It might have been WrestleMania years ago. (laughs) And ever since then, I've been in love with Rage Against the Machine. Also, thanks to Andy Belmont, one of my good friends, one of my best friends, got me into Rage Against the Machine. And uh, there is no better uh, band growing up than Rage Against the Machine. So that is my choice this week. Rage Against the Machine, killing in the name. We should not have to continue saying the band names and the in in the names of the songs because all you have to do is go on Spotify and follow the playlist. Exit 12 Homebrew Podcast Playlist. And you can get all of these songs that Brandon puts in a gigantic playlist. That was you, you're making it seem you're saying it in a way that is condescending and I don't appreciate it. No, you do a good job. It's just people need to find it. The the name of the songs like 85 fucking lines long. Okay. So last but certainly not least, my boy, my cousin, my best friend, Brandon. Yeah. Brandon is uh, has been killing it lately with some really good songs. Brandon's always good for a throwback song that I never thought of. So when Brandon and I were doing our private playlist together, he had some real big duds, like Coolio, but... <laughs> Everybody likes Coolio. No. no. Adele's reaction just told me everything. Adele only likes 1990 to 2005 alt rock. Like, she has Fair a point. very specific. Oh, I, go, I can niche. go all the way back to the 70s. But yeah, no, alt rock and. I, yeah. We know where you're friggin'. Yeah, yeah. We know where you're, your bread That's right. So, where Brandon's bread, bread is buttered is apparently uh, not in hip hop as I thought it was once. It is in like semi country. So oh, whiskey... this is full on country. Okay, well, all right, great. Because I'm eight seconds in and I fucking hate it already. Oh, whiskey yeah. Myers, the ballad of a Southern man. Woo, baby. Right. Put so on my might... straw hat. Go down to this liquor store. Grab me some, some, <laughs> grab me some, some cigarettes, some cigarettes. And, uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, so what you might not know about me is uh, why I am from Massachusetts, which is very much not Southern. I spent half my life in Florida, which is very Southern. So I have a lot of Southern roots. A lot of my family lives there. So I have a soft spot for a little of that good old Southern country. And what Adele's, what is wrong with you? This is just a man with his little guitar fucking 
strumming his heart out about something. What do you have to say about this? Not much. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, more yeah, bad. sorry. Country's I'm not glad I'm jam. on her side this week. Boom, yeah. Fine. Yeah. It is. Listen, man, you just get out in your car and you just drive, listen to the song. This is a good old fashioned country song. Come on. No, I, th- I think Nick's, Nick's the winner this week. Like, Thank you. Picked, like the greatest song ever. Thank you. It, do- uh, it doesn't mean much coming from you because you like one <laughs> genre of music, but thank you. I know, I know, I do. <laughs> uh, so, this to me screams Soul Patch Brandon. Like, Brandon from like <laughs> 15 years ago. Brandon from like 30 years ago. Soul Patch Brandon? Bra- <laughs> so, when Brandon was five 42. years old? Yeah. So, Brandon, <laughs> Soul Patch Brandon. Hanging out with his fucking Jinko jeans and his fucking his uh what do they call that? His uh he had the t shirt with all the NBA logo patches, which is a shirt I used to have. Burlington <laughs> 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 What are you talking about? Oh, the starter jackets? <laughs> no, no. This was a so when I was younger I bought a jean, a light blue jean and a blue shirt combo set, and it was it didn't match. They had patches that were sewed on of each NBA team in different locations, oh. like random locations. Your boy your boy liked the old starter jackets. I had the old uh, Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. Yeah. Just a freaking fire jacket. It was a fire that jacket. The, the Seattle Mariners for, for my boy Griffey. That's right. Just rocking it. This, rocking that identity does not match with this identity. No. So these are two different people. Listen, I like a little fishing. I like a little friggin' going down and, and you know, getting, like, in a fucking kayak or, like, anything and just going on the lake. Like, I spent half my life in Florida, and I, I do, or at least every summer in Florida, so I definitely like a little bit of that countryness in me. And, and You're so full of shit. You, what are you, you didn't about? know your ass from a fishing pole. You asshole. You... You have no clue. You've been, you've been homebrewing for so long. This this person that this song we're listening can, to, this dude doesn't exist. This dude is, has been dead for years because you've been sure. in America and homebrewing with me. Like this, I've been in America? It might as well not asshole. be those fucking hicks. We want... We are 100% a Florida podcast. I love Florida. I love (laughs) it. You're in Tennessee. I will not. I love Tennessee, too. I love Tennessee, and I will not let anybody slander the fucking South on my podcast. (laughs) Anybody that lives in Florida is not from Florida. People move to Florida. 68 and fucking 80-year-olds move to Florida. Nobody in Florida is from Florida. And if they are, if they are... Yeah, well, if they are, they're making out with their cousin, all right? Because those are disgusting swamp people, and I will not. <laughs> we will are not. not we, you, <laughs> son of a bitch. Jesus. We do not slander. Oh my God. Florida, we do not slander. Tennessee, we don't slander these places. Fair enough. You fucking degenerate. <laughs> like... All right. What? Listen. What high horse should you stand on, sir? You are a disgusting animal. You eat in your car like a fucking savage caveman, eating sushi in your car like some unrefined caveman asshole. And you have the balls to talk shit about a beautiful, 
uh, land like swamp. That's what that place is. It's a beautiful lawless swamp where people can have sex with their cousins and not go to school and work at convenience stores. That is that is the dream is convenience store clerk working. All right. That's what Florida is. You know what would happen? Have people yeah. from Florida come down, not not Brandon's family, because I love them, but have other people from Florida come down to Massachusetts and I can show them something. It's called a school. It's where you learn things. They don't know what they're going to show are. you. They're going to beat that ass. <laughs> you fucking northern Yankee ass. They're going to beat the <laughs> fuck out of you. This is absolutely not getting yeah, on no, the no, pod, no. Yeah, it definitely can't. But like, <laughs> yeah, Instagram is tough because if you double click something, you'll do that. <laughs> but I have accidentally liked gonna... things on Instagram. I was like, what but the I, hell? And then, yeah. But your boy sometimes like, so like but on my my uh, camera phone, I can like pinch and like, <laughs> this is so dumb. This is not going on the pod. <laughs> Brandon likes to, he's, he's a zoomer. Brandon's a zoomer. You gotta zoom, zoom in. in. You accidentally like Every that. Now and Everybody again, knows. You zoom like, in and you hit a like. And then, and then there are quick unlikes. Oh. Uh, but yeah. <laughs>